All right, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, farce, and fucked up history. Joining this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe indecorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, Bourbon Bardu. Fucked up history. <laughs> and I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys. I'll kick this off with our lead topic, which is going to be uh, pretty fun. And don't sell it too hard. Oh, yeah. It's going to be pretty fun, huh? <laughs> Almost worth your time. <laughs> almost, almost maybe worth your time. It's going to be worth the money you spent downloading this podcast. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So put yourself in this guy's situation. So you got a little drug empire in your trailer park. As we do. And as we do. And then it catches fire. And then the, you're dealt sort of that tough question of save the drug, save the grandma. So here's the sound bump on this. Two brothers are behind bars and they were charged with second degree murder after a meth lab fire that killed their 82 year old grandmother in Riverside. Their brothers allegedly saved their meth equipment from the May fire but left <laughs> Gladys and Willow inside the home. The Steuben County District Attorney Brooks Baker tells 18 News that after Jared and Justin removed their equipment from the home, they went for cigarettes and did not report the Riverside fire. Both <laughs> brothers are also facing multiple reckless endangerment charges as well as tampering with evidence. Now, this story is hilarious in itself, but the fact that it's being delivered by a homosexual Asian is even <laughs> all, makes it all that much greater. It does amp it up, for sure. I'm I like how they just like both survived a fire and were like, oh yeah, we need some smokes. <laughs> yeah, it's always meth addicts, right? I mean... If this was a different drug trade, they kind of think more fondly of their elderly. Yeah, that's right. Is there? Yeah, that's probably like a ranking between drug dealers where they all look down on on meth. Yeah, heroin maker. kingpin grandmas get taken care of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're living the life, but fucking meth grandmas. I'd say the bottom of the barrel's got to be phony Xanax guys, though. Phony Xanax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> phony Xanax grandmothers. Imagine that shit. I mean, weed kingpin grandma at least has like a comfortable couch. You know. <laughs> Like I, just any kind of pill guy, you need to keep your grandma around, right? Because that's where you get most of your oh, shit. Oh, the source <laughs> of the drugs. <laughs> yeah. 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 If it's one of those things, that's the first person they got to save because yeah. where else are we? That's the easiest that's the source. supply chain. I hadn't even thought about it, but there's probably a lot of situations where it's like a weekend at Bernie's type of thing <laughs> where they just keep their grandma. Yeah, no, she's still alive. Just yeah. so you can get those Signing scripts. probably Sudafed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you can Boxes. keep getting all these... <laughs> Just wheel her dead corpse into CVS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she's just looking a little pale today, Doc. But uh, yeah, if you just give us a prescription for Xanax or whatever, she'll perk up. She's very congested. <laughs> All right, gang, so moving on. This week on Reddit, we had a, an amazing thread going on the sex worker sub what are sex workers <laughs> like, I, I don't mean to sound like an angel here but i'm like literally what is the definition of a sex oh, worker? Oh, okay okay so yeah yeah for the uninitiated so on reddit there is actually a sub yeah, I'm a dedicated virgin. to people talking shop about the sex trade so well not sex trade so much sex work a i'm, like, I'm gonna cut you off here because i feel like this is my wheelhouse sex uh, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, i will I'm explain a this big fan of sex work a sex work can be anything from prostitution 
to pole work, uh, pole work strippers. Yeah. So that a massage also is yeah you know, anything under the umbrella. Yeah, it's a huge umbrella sex work. I gotcha. So yeah, that's what I was asking. Is are we just yeah. talking about prostitutes or is no, there? No, no, no. Okay. Sex work is uh, much more encompassing than. They're all at uh, Bobby Lee's office. Hey, this is from Merkins. Uh, oh no, that's the name of the title. That's the title of the thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how innocent Bobby is. Oh, he, do, he doesn't even know what a <laughs> He's Merkin there, is. He has never even heard of a Merkin. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's like... Uh, what does Mer- it work? Like Merkin the wizard. <laughs> so a lot of girls have duped him, and he didn't know he was being duped. <laughs> Merkin is a wig for your... your Lady uh, parts. For your, well, or man parts, or right? Man, man yeah, parts? you can have a Merkin for your man parts. I have, Yeah, I've never heard that before. Um, right, I'll, I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> I can always count on you. <laughs> Admittedly, I've just found out what this means, but there's no record of it used in this sub. Do any of you use them? Have any thoughts about them? I just love this tagline down there. Someone says, may your Merkins bring Birkins. Birkins? I think like that's Birkenstocks? like a fancy purse. purse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a Jay-Z song we talked about. Talks about Birkin. This is, this yeah, is yeah. what we need to have more women on the show. I have no <laughs> idea. I never heard of Birkins. Yeah, in if my we were life. more female centric podcast, we would understand. You know, we can get this trending. May your Merkins bring Birkins. I was thinking about this because I'd had heard of Merkins. Like uh, Bourbon said, it's a wig for your yeah, pubes, yeah. and that's why, like, yeah. I let my bush grow because it's kind of one of those locks <laughs> for love, locks <laughs> for love type of situations. <laughs> so I saved them. I let it grow, but there is no organization that uh, <laughs> will take Carlos's pubes. Right? Yeah, you gotta monetize them pubes. But I mean, I got a shitload. So if anybody knows of a charitable organization that <laughs> they're for the fans, you've always been so generous. Yeah, all the kids out there that have like dick cancer and pussy cancer, and then you got they the chemotherapy. Oh, yeah. yeah, Carlos's pubes to save I'm the day. Fucking, I think an, this is just a plan to put more of your DNA in people's homes. <laughs> yeah. So when you get accused of crimes, you're like, like oh, yeah, no, they won a just, contest. Yeah. <laughs> it was already. I, I've never seen a sex worker with a Merkin, by the way. I guess that's for the, everyone shaves these days, and if you run into someone that actually likes pubic hair, you would use a Merkin. I'm thinking like a Lady James Bond situation where someone has to be stealthy, they're out there trying to keep their ideas secret. They might need a... Oh, yes. <laughs> they don't want their pussy to be recognized. <laughs> they don't want like, to be in a lineup yeah, yeah. and get ID. That was the pussy. It's like, you are a secret agent. <laughs> ah, no, nah, the secret agent has a bold pussy. You, have, you have a fucking 70s bush up there. Remember that cop that... <laughs> like, some kid, I guess, was accused of sending a picture of his junk to, like, an underage girl or something, but he was also underage. So they forcibly brought him to the hospital and injected him with a drug to give him a, a hard-on so they could take a picture of it. <laughs> and this this cop did this to this guy, and then it turns out that that cop was a pedophile. Oh, that's That fun. was just into... <laughs> so a happy ending, basically. Yeah, It's just another sticks. one of these personal stories that you just say in the third person to hide the fact that it happened. This cop. <laughs> I like that everyone that went into the police station, they were getting shot up with erection drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was just jaywalking. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, just, we, we need a lineup. The most fun police department ever. All right, so Carlos can take us on this next one. Okay, this next one. Autistic guy here. I'm glad he announced that off the bat. Most <laughs> autistic guys, they don't tell you, right? You just got to find out later. Like, why is that guy so weird? But somehow this guy's like upfront about Maybe it. Maybe this next sentence explains why he had a preface. I like it. it. I like his upfrontness. Autistic guy here. What am I supposed to look like when an escort does blowjob and looks at me? <laughs> does blowjob. Does blowjob. Yeah, I'm lit- reading it literally how it's written. What am I supposed to look like when an escort does blowjob and looks at me? Like, do you give him the O face? Do you give him sort yeah. of the vinegar strokes? Or, or do you, you just or kind you of like try to keep it more dignified? Give her a little wink. That's what wink. he's asking. 
give her a little wink. Yeah. Give her yeah. like Thumbs a, up or is something. That eye contact appropriate. You know, yeah. schools now, they do take autistic children and they teach them about spacing and uh, eye contact and stuff like this. I guess they didn't cover what you're supposed to look like when <laughs> you're getting a blowjob. <laughs> this is legit. Well, maybe society is just missing formal blowjob eye contact etiquette training. Yeah, yeah that's what that's what they should be teaching at home, Eck. <laughs> Plus, where to come, that's important, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get, that's like level two type <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, we got a follow-up on this one. Okay. Uh, here's a follow-up response. Okay, so Lex Spectrum, which I think is a whore from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As an autistic sex worker, I understand what you're asking and how our faces sometimes are semi-conscious choices. I trained my face to automatically react during sex by memorizing the faces that my partners obviously enjoyed. Go so there. she studied this. She studied shit. this. Shit. Sounds like a sex robot. I trained my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Almost like cheating. Uh, okay, let's just say we just take this question as seriously as possible. What would be the face that you're supposed to make when she looks at Because, I mean, you I mean, know, they could be very indignant if you don't seem like you're just going to town on some O-face. It's too bad we can't just, like, carry around emojis and just fucking <laughs> do a ah, Unenthusiastic thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Half-cock half thumbs up. That's, just give her a sticker during the blowjob. <laughs> It's Cat kind, with hearts. It's kind of sweet that this guy is empath or trying to be at least as empathetic to be like, because I don't want to hurt the horse feelings. <laughs> or, they you do know, have feelings, yeah. Yeah, you know, because a lot of dudes are like, hey, I'm paying this fucking bitch. Fuck you. I'm just, I don't give a fuck what my face is. I give, oh, you know, this guy is being sweet about it. He's still going to kill her afterwards, <laughs> but he's concerned <laughs> about during. <you> know? <laughs> That's his next question. What depth should you dig a grave? <laughs> yeah. what, oh, no, what? he's autistic. He knows exactly how to the yeah. millimeter. What's the best face to make while you're strangulating the hooker? <laughs> Take us on this next one here. Why won't you ladies raise your rates? This is coming from a fellow colleague in the biz. It's upsetting me that some of the ladies are advertising for $60 an hour, making it hard to get my rate. Know your worth, ladies. Why would you want to do this knowing the effect it has on you for only a mere 60 bucks? Charge what you think you're worth. If we all had higher rates, the tricks, they would have no choice but to pay it. What's funny to me about this is that if you just take out the word tricks, you can basically <laughs> put this in a stand-up comedy sub, too. About, <laughs> you know, about the rates that stand-up comics are getting. Like, come on, guys. You know, like, are we really just going to be keep getting paid $60? Know your worth. Yeah. So this is, you can't so keep working for chicken is, wings, is ladies. You know, $60 is good for a comic. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. get paid in a slice of pizza? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who books that? But this this is just like a, a massive thread that just got like a bazillion whores commenting, and they they get into the very complex topic of rate shaming. The <laughs> rate shaming is a thing where one lady will talk to another lady and say, "I get two hundred dollars per John," and then the other lady's like, "Well, goddamn, I only get fifty. So then they try to use the rate they get as like a way to shame. Are we gonna pretend like some prostitutes aren't worth more than others? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if I were to answer this question uh, legitimately, I would tell the young lady or man, whoever it happens to be. Yeah, Alex, why has it got to be a lady? That uh, you have to pick um, where you're going to market, just like any other business. So right. instead of working, uh, what they used to have the back page or the back page equivalents, you now you want to try to hit up Eros. You want to set up your own website to direct people to that, where you can set your own rates on there. And then you want to build a clientele and have them come directly to you through your own website and have repeat business. This doesn't sound like you're pitching a course. By the way, look at 1-800. I have gotten paid from gay men in New York for uh, blowjobs. So. 
Nice. That's, a, that's another story, though. So. Well, I mean, that's a story we got to hear at some point. You can't just fucking drop that shit. Like, eh, but anyway. <laughs> that's the cliffhanger right there. Yeah, that's the fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, back when I was a child soldier, I, ah, never mind. You guys yeah. don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Bourbon, Bourbon take us on this last one here. Uh, posted by You Busted Perot. <laughs> Hello, all. I'm a 29-year-old man. I'm a recent amputee, so out of work and dealing with this has made me Look for more ways to keep busy and possibly profit. Always had an interest of entering this world, but I just didn't see much opportunity for me alone. Recently, though, I've become aware of the presence of the amputee fetish. Oh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so basically, I'm looking for any basic advice and guidance for a man trying to succeed in this. I like that he says possibly profit, as though he's like willing to go out there and do a bunch of open mics. Gotta start yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> start sucking. Hey, would you profit. like that? Would you pay for it? I don't know. I mean, right, yeah, you market gotta, research. Should exactly. I take this on the road or what? <laughs> so, what advice do we have for this guy? Yeah, I, I guess just uh, just throw yourself into it and uh, you know see what happens. Possibly profit. Possibly profit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for, for the first couple of years, you're probably going to lose some money, but you're, you're you know, be operating in the red. You just got to pay your dues. <laughs> got to pay your dues. What would be a fun angle that an amputee could use to sort of get a little niche carved out for themselves? What what could they do that would be fun and different? The invisible hand job. <laughs> I guess rolling right along into our next topic, gangs. This is a special one. So we got fans that just joined the team. So we've decided to give them out a free retro ad of their choice. Yeah, that's right. They left us reviews on iTunes and we announced this a while ago. You're going to pick some people that get free and decorous retro ads. So we got some honorary slags right here. I'll let Carlos take us on this first one. First on is from uh, Jocelyn Morelli. She she left us a very nice review. Actually, it's probably the best review we've gotten so far on iTunes. And she picked as her... Ad, it says, caption says there, for prompt control of senile agitation, which is not a thing, it's not a term I'd heard before, but it's very true. It's really like, oh, yeah, this is, I've never put it that. When that, you think about what it is, what, what picture comes to mind and what is this actual and picture? And it's an old man holding a cane over his Looking head. menacing. Yeah, looking menacing <laughs> like he's about, to, it's basically the, the picture of get off my lawn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. For prompt control of senile agitation, Thorazine. <laughs> What is Thorazine? So I think it's like a pill that just smooths that motherfucker right up. Grandpa's ranting about the blacks again. Get him some Thorazine <laughs> sort of thing. You give him that pill, make him sleepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love how you say again as though he stopped. So this is the OK Boomer for the 1920s, basically, right? Yeah, OK, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just like, shut that motherfucker up. Give him some Thorazine. I like, for, I don't know what year this came out, but old people getting out of hand was taken as a serious problem. <laughs> like serious enough that we need to fucking drug these people. Now it's just like, ah, He's just crazy. Yeah. Now we just pander to them and never take away their driver's license. <laughs> yeah. Now we got to keep their drugs. And sell them or burn granny up in a meth lab. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so let Bobby take us on this next one for our honorary slag number two. This is for our honorary slag, DJ Jones. He's chosen, this ad says, retard yourself with the pleasure of smother smoking. These are from Pale Male Infamous Cigarettes. So this is more like a parody ad of Paul Mall. Is that? I'm I not, think that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a smoker, so I don't even. They, it's billed as America's most retarding cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next topic, gang. In decorous life hacks, we've scraped the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. To set your moral compasses south and join us for this edition of In Decorous Life Hacks. So, 
I'll let Bourbon lead us off here. If you have children and want them to avoid baked sweets like cake, cookies, and bread, bake the item yourself, but deliberately add too much baking soda. The initial taste is pleasing, but eventually decays to tasting soft street chalk. Then tell them that's that's how they all taste. Yeah, this is a very modern approach. I'm 50 years old, and our parents didn't trick us with anything. They didn't want us to do something. They just beat the shit they out of us. They just fucking hit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was it. And they would tell you things like, you know, don't run with scissors. But then they would let you run with scissors, and eventually one of the kids in the class, you know, would lose an eye, and that was a lesson to everyone yeah, else. Yeah, oh. that's how you fucking, you <laughs> yeah. just wait for one of them to yeah. fuck. I'm just thinking about, like, if you had that approach to, like, these sweets and shit, it would be just too long to be like, hey, you see how this uh, kid, they lost their leg when they were 43 from diabetes? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's going to take too uh, long. So that's you a good gotta, point. That's a good you know point. I mean? yeah. It's going to take too long to teach that lesson. So, so you, you can, almost the contrarian view, instead of making them healthy by giving them sweets and they hate sweets, so they go the opposite way and just give them shitloads of sugary food and overdo it to the point that it's like the honey boo-boo effect. It's like, hey, you're either going to lose a limb or you're going to be mocked so much that you'll commit suicide eventually. <laughs> One of those two is going to happen. Or you might become an amputee whore. Yeah, there you go. That's why we always have to look uh, at the product. Yeah, yeah that's right. All tying together. Once you lose your leg, go uh, on the subreddit. Let Bobby take his on this next one here. Learn Braille to cheat on exams. <laughs> Write your notes in Braille, obviously, on a card or paper that can fit in your pocket, cuff, or anywhere within reach. Simply give those a feel when you need to refresh your memory. I love how their <laughs> life hack for <laughs> making things easier is like, oh, yeah. But first, spend a lot of time learning <laughs> another language. <laughs> and then being so proficient that you can do it in your pocket on a tiny piece yeah. of paper with your thumb. I mean, definitely don't just study for the original <clears throat> shit that you were trying to pass in the first place. Learn another language. <laughs> but upside, if you get caught, just play it off like you're masturbating. You'll never get in trouble that way, Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> then they'll listen. Oh, I was really just masturbating. That's, that's how you get off. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, get it. That's how you get off. Tell them that you're masturbating. Oh, I get it now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, so I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. Vito. Instead of asking a possible sex worker for sexual services, ask for a photo session. A member of law enforcement will decline immediately. But, so yeah. the difference is this. Like, cop disguises a whore will just essentially try to bust you whenever you ask for sex. However, asking if they'll take a naked picture, they could legally do that. So they're not going to carry up the ruse and just keep going. But a whore, they'll be like, yeah, let's go. Let's take them pictures. There's a legality kind of thing there. Uh, Is that how you beat that case? That's just how you beat that case. Yeah, a lot of these life hacks are just how Ian beat a case. (laughs) (laughs) And you might get a really fun cop one. It's like, fuck it, let's go take some naked pictures. I've thought about that sometimes, too, because like I said, I'm not going to lie. I like taking pictures during sexy times. But sometimes (laughs) it's just even for my own defense, because it's like if some hot chick somehow wants to fuck me, and then she decides, like, oh, it was rape. Nobody's going to believe me. They're going to be like, look at her and look at you. Obviously, this was not consensual. So I'd like, no, no, look, I got pictures. You oh, know? there you like, go. You've got a, whole, a photo album of <laughs> yeah. the entire session. Like, you think it's just because uh, I'm a fucking pervert. It's like, no, I need a legal defense here, man. I can't oh, afford dude. a you lawyer. You just only have sex in photo booths? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to just make sure I do it while the paparazzi are around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let Bourbon close this out here. How do you get rid of pubic lice, according to my grandpa, a crazy redneck? Goddamn crotch crickets. You know how to get rid of them. Tie some dental floss to your dick. Sit on the toilet to take a shit. And when they climb down in to take a dip in the pool, you cut the string. 
<laughs> so you're basically turning your dick into like a water slide, water slide. sort of thing, <laughs> and you're expecting these these Not crickets to exit. <laughs> Who knew lice wanted to take a dip? I had no idea. Well, you know, you, I guess it gets hot in there. So they want to cool off. Yeah, yeah it's like, too yeah, much heat on the ball sack. This guy, this guy's murking is a little bit too much. <laughs> if you give them a water slide, they're going to go for it. How about an ethical life tip? Just support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, how about don't ask your grandpa for advice on STDs and shit? I have a feeling. I feel like they didn't ask. He just came out with it. <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah, he just raised his cane above his head and said, <laughs> yeah. "Get rid of my." Uh, yeah. off Thorazine too. Yeah, just a non sequitur and a Thanksgiving oh prayer. Get the Thorazine before we talking about crabs. So before we jump into the next segment, we wanted to remind everyone to check us out online at indecorouscomedy.com. We have a ton of cool stuff over there. Animated videos, extra sauce on the shows, indecorous meme dumps, and some cool things that we're selling. We also have a kick-ass Patreon campaign with three different levels. $3, $7, and $10. So if you dig this show, you can be a hero and help keep us in business by becoming a slag, a lot lizard, or a dignified scholarly courtesy. So head over to indecorouscomedy.com and help us keep spreading the indecorous word. So you think your job sucks? Here's our short list of jobs from the past that sucked harder than giving hand jobs. So these are truly fucking awful from approximately circa 1300s to 1500s. These are some of the worst awful jobs we could dig up. I'll let bourbon lead us off with this first one here a deceptively dignified sounding name groom of the stool that's the name groom of the stool was a job for servants of the king who would shadow him all day long always staying an eye shot away waiting for him to call them to assist him with taking a shit <laughs> but I mean, what are we talking? Was shitting that hard back in the day? This is a job. This is like a bona fide job for like, you know. I mean, how are they a system? Are, they, are these like the original fisters or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. Like, uh, we why is the assist? We didn't have laxatives back then, so you just had to shove your fucking hand in there and pull the shit out. So I understand they had like, these little like portable pot and they'd bring the portable pot and then they would do the wiping with the little towel. So they were just kind of always hanging around with the little pot, waiting for the king to be like, I'm ready now. I'm going to take a shit. And then they would wipe the, the king's ass and shit. Yeah, and then they would have the little dental floss that goes down, and they'd fucking cut it and let the lights go off. Good Lord. <laughs> and you know, you, you know, if, if guy's wiping his ass, you know he's asking for more than just that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, ah, you know. <laughs> While you're down there. I wonder if, like, the kings got together. I was like, ah, I need a new shit assistant. Who's good out there? <laughs> who's very, who's promising in the ranks of ass wiping? Who's ready for the big league? Who's ready for the, like, this, I was like, ah, this guy had the reach arounds. You, you wouldn't believe it. Now, they didn't have toilet paper back then, right? Just a bowl and some water and, uh, and, and your left hand. Lots of peasant tongues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you thought two girls, one cup was bad. Fucking. Remove the stool. <laughs> so you think you think they didn't know what they were getting into? They were just, oh, it sounds like a good name. I'll yeah, try. it sounds awesome. I'll, I'll apply for this job. I get yeah, to that, work with the dude, king I get on to the rig with royalty and shit, <laughs> and literally go. shit. You want me to wipe what now? <laughs> That's probably how the Black Plague started. <laughs> Got to read those contracts. <laughs> All right, I'll let Bobby take us on this next one here. When princes and princesses misbehave back in the 1500s, you couldn't punish them, so instead you would have to beat the shit out of someone else by proxy. Enter the whipping boy or girl. 
This commonly took the form of physical abuse for the boys, but more psychological abuse for little girls. As I've always said, little girls have it made, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Is this where the actual term whipping boy comes from? Yes, exactly. It was literally, you can't do shit to the princess and princesses. Nope. So you gotta fucking find somebody else. Yeah, so it's just this fucking poor schmuck. I, I myself is like, oh, the fucking princess being a dick. I wouldn't get the same satisfaction just beating some other fucking <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know, like, I want to get that motherfucker. Yeah, wanna... I'm not a sadist. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I just want to fucking beat up somebody. No, yeah. I just... <laughs> I'm mad at my child. Let's just fuck up that kid right there. <laughs> I looked this up for the princesses. They didn't advocate whipping them. So what they did was they just fat shamed them. They were Good just Lord. psychological torture kind of things. I mean, and if you're fat shaming somebody in the 1500s, they got to be fat as fuck. Because that's when they still like chubby women. Oh yeah, they wrote ton. That was it. Rubenesque was in Rubenesque, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're fucking fat shaming somebody in the 1500s, this is fucking Jabba the Hutt or something. And, and, and this is where it gets kind of interesting because the princess, she could be a chubby little porker, but then her friend that you're punishing by proxy, she might be maybe like a five or a six and you're calling her fat still nonetheless because the other one. <laughs> Are you rating little girls five or six now? We're still ta- I mean, it's the 1500s, but we're still talking about little girls. Right? I mean, there's a whole section on our website of Ian just rating little girls. <laughs> She's a five yeah. or six. That's, yeah. that's where the courtesans. Yeah. It's like hot or not for children is what Ian's got going on on the website. Wow, that took a turn. But for whipping, for whipping purposes, I think it has to be Someone that's uh, friends with the prince, obviously. Otherwise, it's just like too arbitrary. And I think for the princesses, you want to pick someone that's either similar body build if you're going to body shame him, or it would just be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they were very concerned about not being ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say otherwise it would be ridiculous. I feel like in the 1500s, that would have been your job to pick out little princesses lookalikes. (laughs) (laughs) Ian was just born in the wrong time. There's a volunteer position on (laughs) paid. What can he's, I say? He's raiding the little girls. <laughs> yeah, You're like a nine these children or ten. for years. I was born to do this. <laughs> yeah, just get paid in chicken fingers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this next one is for Carla. Leather became very popular in the late 1800s, and in order to soften leather pieces, dog poop was used as a fertilizer of sorts. Dog poop was known as pure, quote unquote, because of the cleansing and softening effects that it had on the tough leather fibers. So leather shops had jobs called pure finders that were often pawned off on young leather apprentices. They're scooping up dog shit all day. Ah, this is how you fucking start out. The worst part about that was just that they didn't have, I mean, I guess they maybe had gloves. They didn't have like the bags and stuff like that. Yeah, but you could use gloves, but then they could just call you a pussy. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta get that pure bro you, you gotta that, bear back that, that pure. uncut dog shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the only way you know if it's good dog shit or not you gotta fucking feel it in your Tactile, hand yeah. you, gotta, you gotta taste it a little with your tongue yeah you gotta taste it I mean how committed are you bro you wanna be a leather artisan like, artisan, like yeah. miners coming home with like coal dust all over them while they <laughs> just dog shit all yeah, just have to, they got dog shit lung <laughs> <laughs> and how long do you keep the ruse up telling your leather apprentice oh we're gonna finally take you out of the field and give you a little bit of action in the shop before you just like he realizes you're never gonna give him a promotion yeah yeah this <laughs> he's is, gonna pick just, up dog shit until he quits dog shit forever <laughs> Yeah, that's when you take up the fucking job of wiping the king's ass. <laughs> At least I don't have to grab it. I'm just fucking wiping it. So this next one's uh, in the 19th century. Medical students didn't have a lot of donated organs to work on. Donating your body to science wasn't really a thing. 
So there was a job called resurrectionist, and these people would steal dead bodies from graves and sell them to anyone for any reason. They were also called body snatchers. I've heard of this. Yeah, this is what was the inspiration for Weekend at Bernie's. It all comes around (laughs) eventually, I guess. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but these dudes had to fucking go dig up dead bodies and then assuming that it was mostly for noble altruistic reasons the medical community wanted like the dead sex. bodies but it could have been for literally anybody this is shout out to johnny uh sorry he has a a bit so check him out because this is not ours it's his about like hey you know they do sex changes if they're gonna test this shit they gotta do it on corpses oh. so now you have corpses out there getting dicks and vaginas <laughs> i think that's fucking beautiful stakes like, are a lot lower too you're dead, dead right? now and then you just fucking now you got a dick when you get to heaven and shit just give dead homophobes <laughs> sex changes oh that would be the best <laughs> oh, dude. dude they should literally have a check mark for homophobes and those are the ones that you'd give sex changes oh man <laughs> like a little icon on your driver's license yeah, I know. You can have that tag. So, yeah, so that's where Body Snatchers comes from. Yeah. The thing is, like, that is a terrible of a job, but once we've talked about at least two jobs of shit, like, this is still better. You know what I mean? Like, I'd still have, rather dig up dead bodies yeah. than fucking have to <laughs> oh, yeah. rummage through fucking dog shit yeah. or wipe a king's ass. You'd be, like, whistling on your way to the cemetery at that point. You, know? <laughs> yes. you probably got a partner because the bodies are heavy, so, yeah, you know, you're out there, you know, having a good time, a few drinks. Yeah, if like if I had the other job, you know, the wiping the king's ass or sorting through uh, dog shit, I would be asking my friends like, "Hey, man, you know any body snatcher jobs or the <laughs> <laughs> openings that you know?" A lot of nepotism know. in the body snatching. Yes, yes. How do I break into body? Yeah, snatching? Break into, where's the open mic for body snatching? So, so this last one might be the one you picked. This bourbon take is on this last one. All right, if you were under the age of 15 and you couldn't legally serve in the military, the Navy officially would commonly hire kids and short men as peggers, a job that required sitting on a peg for the duration of the sailing. What? And then other men would fuck them in their wide-open assholes, peggers. <laughs> I think Wait, you might I... have took some liberties with that one, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, this, this, uh, yeah, yes. That is not what that says. Am I, are you just fucking with us? He's improvising. He's improvising. Well, I've, 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 heard of that of as a, I've heard of that as a job. So, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a, that's so, a, that was an actual job back in the day as a pegger. You sat on a peg so your asshole was wide but, but, open. But isn't pegging where the lady puts on the strap on and she pegs you? Isn't that the. Well, that's where. I've been they, doing it wrong. That's where they got it from. Dan Savage had uh, an okay. uh, audience write in, I guess you'd call it. And, they voted. Oh, he, then that's, and Dan that's Savage got, invented pegging like, as like a term. Santorum. Yeah. Remember Santorum back yeah, in the Yeah, Santorum. The frothy, liquidy, anal lube that comes out of your that ass. That comes out of your ass. They yeah. called it, named it Santorum. Santorum. Okay. But for clarification purposes, this actually says... We have a lot says, to clarify. <laughs> this actually says the Navy officially would commonly hire kids and short men as powder monkeys... Which, I mean, I don't blame you for not wanting to say that word because it sounds it, slightly racist. It does sound racist, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it goes into detail. Like They put the gunpowder into live cannons. Very dangerous job. Every so often, a little kid would explode into visually comical uh, confetti-like body parts from improperly yeah. stuffing those cannons. Well, at we, least it was comical. comical. We should start calling drug dealers powder monkeys. <laughs> Sounds adorable, you know? Yeah, right? I don't know. If your cocaine dealer is white, you could call him a powder monkey. Outside yeah, yeah. Outside of that, yeah. I, 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 I might be getting no. in trouble here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> your black 
drug dealer shows up and you tell yeah. everyone hey, it's my a powder mouth. Like, oh yeah. boy, we're not getting cocaine anymore. That'll shut down the party. <laughs> so, so a couple tough questions for the gang. You got a like, one in ten chance of getting blown up if you're powder monkey, but like a hundred percent chance you're going to be touching feces on some of these other ones. Where, where are you going? You're going to roll the dice or you're going to go for the dong? I mean, the thing is, if you're doing any of these jobs, your life is pretty fucking shit. So blowing up wouldn't be that bad of a fucking alternative to it's me. It's over. Yeah. I would be like, ah, at least I don't have to fucking do this anymore. Unless like, you got a shot at being good at I mean, I don't know the statistics, but how many do we know? How many of these powder monkeys went on to get doctorate degrees at Harvard? <laughs> like that's how they paid their way through college is by being powder monkeys and wiping shit. If your life is doing this shit, there is no fucking upscaling from here. Yeah. And getting this job meant that you survived polio. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, this I was think, winning. <laughs> I think this is just an extreme example of what we have now where they vilify unemployment so much that they just make you want to feel happy to have any job, even though you're getting fucking exploited. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, you should just, hey, you have a job where they're forcing you to do overtime and they want you to do five people's jobs. And it, oh, yeah. at least you have a job. They vilify unemployment so much that yeah. they make it sound like, oh, you should just take any, any fucking job. shitty job and just let every corporation exploit you no matter how, because you should just be happy. Yeah, oh. circling back to the sex workers. <laughs> any chance I get. I've known a lot of sex workers who have said that basically, you know, why should I work at Walmart for $7 an hour and you take out taxes? I'm netting, you know, four fifty five dollars an yeah. hour when I can just, you know. Be a penis greeter. Yeah, for $200 <laughs> yes, an hour. Be a so. penis greeter, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of, one of the things that these posters didn't tell us is the minimum wage for these jobs. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> As if there were a minimum wage. Basically, you just worked to stay alive. That was it back in the day. Hey, yeah, you, I, you took your gruel and you were happy with it. Your gruel. I'd like to see, yeah, I would like to see if, if there was competition in the shit wiping. Yeah, you had to try out for that. Well, you're going to well, give that to anybody. Well, and also, you probably if you were, did. I mean, if you're the king, you probably would have people try out, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good wiper, a bad wiper. Or if you could, like, even be selective about it. I was like, ah, oh, I got out for this dude, but he wasn't paying enough. So I, I decided to wipe this other guy's ass because he was paying more <laughs> than the other guy's. Like, listen, I'm not an animal here. I want to be appreciated for my ass wiping. I'm an artist. <laughs> they have a little flair to it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you can't get this everywhere. I got my thing. It's my signature wipe. <laughs> it's my finishing move. Moving on to our final topic of the week, Pornhub comments. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of seeing through countless hours of pegging, bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs, just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. All right, Bobby leads off here. All right, this is from Bang Bros with a Z, and then an extra Z on top of that, just to really (laughs) hammer it home instead of a instead of an O. Oh yeah. So this is legit. Right. <laughs> I want to sleep with you. No, I don't mean have sex. I mean sleep together under a blanket in your bed while you're laying on my arm with my other hand on your tummy. With the window cracked so it's chilly and we have to cuddle closer. No talking, just the muffled cries that you slowly let seep away from your blood-gurgling mouth as I slit your throat and sacrifice your worthless life for the Dark Overlord. <laughs> well, that took a turn. <laughs> like, at first, I thought this was going to be some sort of sweet thing. Like, I just yeah. like cuddling. And this then it turned you, into this. You don't have a lot of female followers on this uh, podcast? So. No, yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, that was like, I was originally moved, and then yeah, was... I came. 
<laughs> it starts off innocent and then you get to a climax. And then I get aroused. Wants <laughs> to get to fucking gurgling. I haven't trusted any of the uh, sex workers sex work lately enough to cuddle. Because I'll fall asleep and then, you know. Yes. Don't want to offend them. No, no. I don't want all my shit to get stolen. Yes. <laughs> well, Ian was trying to take the sweet route here. <laughs> but you're saying there's untrusty sex workers. There are. There are. <laughs> Actually, I'm a big cuddler. You I, are? I enjoy do, the do you cuddling. Spoon? You're the big spoon or the little spoon? Both, bro. He does it all. He does all the cutlery. Both. Uh, yeah, I do. I do spork. The whole drawer, man. All that shit, man. Butter knife. <laughs> so I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. This comes from Big D9N. Right. I think he's saying he has a nine-inch penis. Oh, I N for inches. Big D nine inches. Is that big now? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what. Okay. have nothing buddy. on Carlos. Oh, big buddy. You tell yourself that. Add some quotations to that. Don't let this distract you from the fact that Kyrie Irving thinks the Earth is flat. <laughs> okay. Okay. So can we say we think this big dick guy is? Possibly Asian. Is this the name Kylie Irvin or is it, is it really Kyrie? Okay, never mind. The what? Oh, oh yeah. no, I sound ignorant. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, good Lord. Well, we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Bourbon, you're free to leave Out right now. Out of all now the things we've said on this episode. This will never air. That was the worst. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is a basketball player, formerly from the Boston Celtics, who at some point said that he thought the earth was flat. You know what's funny? Actually, this is an anecdote. I posted thing recently about climate change deniers. Like, if you post something where, like, oh, I, I believe in climate change. Here's this article from NASA, and here's this from the intergovernmental climate change thing from the UN. Commission. And, and then, and then the climate change deniers will be like, oh yeah. Well, how about this from a reptilian dot essential oils dot ru like oh okay so, you know game set and match i guess but, but what was funny is that somebody actually replied and they linked to this trying to like fucking own me i guess with with this article from a from a website called natural news <laughs> dot com or some shit like that and it, this website's so fucking fraudulent that once you post a link facebook automatically posts fact checks on this motherfucker <laughs> like they don't even wait they're like this is fucking fake as shit so this guy tried to own me from me saying that climate change and i are supposed to fucking ridiculous shit by posting a link to a ridiculous shit right now that's not the end of it what's funny though is that the link had a picture of the globe, you know, just to make it more dramatic, and like one half of the globe is, uh, you know, frozen, and one the half is on fire. Just to make it dramatic, right? And this is what happened next. This other guy commented on it, saying, "Oh, nice fake picture," because he was a flat earther. Oh, so geez. it's like this oh, really? peak <laughs> internet is flat earther <laughs> shitting on climate change denier because the picture is of a global fucking earth. It's like fucking inception of conspiracy theories. There are a lot of levels to that. There's yeah. a lot of levels, dude. I was like, I don't even know what to say at this point. <laughs> like, You know, I actually read that uh, 
Back to sex work. I, I, no, no, I, read, <laughs> <laughs> I actually read that post of yours, and then I saw that the guy said, "You know, listen, I didn't, I didn't read the damn thing I posted. So what are you holding it against?" Me it, for? Like that's any better? It was yeah. a good cell like, phone, right? So you just got fooled by a headline, and yeah. so, oh, okay, well then, yeah, you should win the Nobel Prize then. Yeah. Like that makes you sound any less dumb than oh, I didn't read the article. What am I going to do? Read misinformation before I spread <laughs> no, I just, it? I just spread it. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the guy who showed up to the pizzeria to, to uh, put a halt to the Hillary Clinton pedophile ring in the basement of the pizzeria. Oh, oh the guy yeah. that shot up the place? No, I don't think he shot it up. I think he just showed up and he was like, where's the pedophile oh, ring? Oh, that's great. And they're I like, well, no, that doesn't actually exist like, we here. Just we just serve pizza. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then it turns out Clinton was on Epstein's plane <laughs> at that mo- very moment. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I hadn't heard that story. That's very funny. Yeah, and then I think he said something like, well, I maybe I shouldn't have believed that article. <laughs> <laughs> so Bourbon closes on this last one here. One here, Ryan yeah. Creamer. That's a poor name if I've heard one. <laughs> Ryan Creamer is the remedy for childhood trauma. I remember when I was little, I loved building sandcastles. One day, a group of drunk guys ran up and destroyed my castle with my will to live. For 11 years, I've been haunted by that heinous atrocities that went down that day. But it all came full circle today when I saw your video, Ryan. I can now see that sandcastles are still fun to build and life is still worth living. Actually, that's really kind of nice. This is very sweet. The wholesome side of Pornhub. This is what we run into a lot with these comments. It's just like, holy shit, what was the fucking video? You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. It's like, there was sandcastle. Is there sandcastle porn now? He built a sandcastle with his dick. He's made a sandcastle with his dick. We should have that guy on the fucking podcast. Or just knocks him down with his dick. With his, that's, he's he's the, going around the beach. He's the bulldozer. That's his niche. And getting the reactions of the kids, the look of dismay no, on the children's why, face. Why do you always have to bring children into this? <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? It's not just sandcastles and penises. Kind of like those videos where like a woman will like crush beer cans with her boobs, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just crush fucking sandcastles with your dick. There yeah. you go. I mean, and if you subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> you'll see this happen eventually. Oh, we always end on a prayer. Yeah, we always end on a prayer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We say grace at the end of the podcast. What are we thanking Christ for again? Yeah, <laughs> we get to the point where there is no possible way we can redeem ourselves. We hit an impasse that's hard as a fucking brick, and then we say, hey, I said hi note. We learned a lot about porn industry today, amputees, autistic porn workers. We learned about the way to treat senile agitation. How awesome employment was back in the 1500s. We learn about the groom of stool. Yeah, we know, we know what I'm going to be doing eventually after this comedy thing doesn't work out. <laughs> Bourbon, you got anything you want to bump? Find me on Instagram at Bourbon Bardo. Very good. I'm supposed to have more than that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. all our guests do like 20 minutes at the end. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that really it? <laughs> yeah, they all have food trucks that they try to clean. <laughs> we pull a lot of guests from food trucks. Yeah. Forcibly against their will. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to be on it, but Bobby Carlos, you guys got anything you want to get off your chest? The hateful haikus this week. I just want to tell my fans they're the real MVP. 